What's good? It's Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. And this is not no, another damn podcast. Presented by our, our damn selves. Episode 247, kid. Yes. Hey. Getting up there. <laughs> what a weird ass fucking weekend weather wise. Say that three times fast. <laughs> weird weather wise. <laughs> three times fast. Oh Lord! So what th- was it? Thursday, Wednesday, and Thursday we had the um snow advisory and shit. Mm-hmm. Was it something like that? I yeah. And Thursday the snow advisory, and by the mm-hmm. time we're recording this, it's like fifty degrees outside. Snow. Yeah, it's like what the hell? Like what a weird week! Like what? And then before <laughs> that, it was like fifty or something like that as well too. Yeah. Then we got hit with the advisory, and now pretty much all of that snow is gone. All that snow is gone. <laughs> what a weird. So get your dibs out. Get your dibs off the street. <laughs> oh, posted. Was it the alderman that's um trying to get rid? It of was an alderman. I forget what. Uh, like you board. can't put you can't post pre, put preemptive dibs, and he he tweeted that out. That people put their dibs like when the advisory came the night before, like, and I I kind of mm-hmm. agree with him on that. Like, that's not how dibs work. Dibs right. are like for the people that put the work in. If you right. shovel you a shovel spot out, snow. you put your dib there. You can't put mm-hmm. it there before the storm hits. Before the snoring, yeah. Uh, nah, bruh. I don't yeah, work. Like, nah. That's not that's not the code. That's not the code. The purpose is like, yeah, you put that work in. Of course, like you shovel the shit out of that spot. You don't want somebody to just jump in there. That's right. the dib there. It takes yeah. time to shovel out yeah. the spot. You can't claim a spot before the snow comes. Wait, exactly. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. like, he posted he a thing. Like, yeah. He says, no such thing as preemptive dibs. <laughs> and, but he took it that step first and said, that's why we need to get rid of the dibs. Because like, somebody he did post a pick of spots like the day before. Like, you know, because we all that snow had melted from before. Right. Um, so, like, these spots are like empty as shit. It's like, man. It was almost 60 degrees that one day. It was almost 60. It's like, nah, dibs are for the people. Oh, you can't do that. If you shoveled you a spot out, use your dib. If not, but dibs are to me, dibs are legally binding contracts. Bag was a legally binding contract. It is. Dibs are to me. There, there. You don't touch it. Because somebody was trying, like some some alderman was trying to say, like, no, if they see like dibs out there, they said they were going to throw people's dibs away. I said, you trying to get someone shot because somebody didn't put out the pic that said that um. There's no right. as preemptive dibs. It's probably the same alderman. I forgot if his somebody name. didn't know that though. But like if somebody didn't know that and then they just parked there and you come back and your car is vandalized, <laughs> all because the alderman threw away a dib and you didn't know it was a dib there. Like, come on, you can't do that. You can't throw out stuff and do that. Respect the dib. But there is no such thing as preemptive dibs. Dibs of people that put the work in. Yeah, no preemptive dibs. I agree with that part, but respect but I the dibs. That was okay. That I get, but like, um, I don't know about getting rid of them totally. But no, I don't get it. Yeah. Ones, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can move those. You put it there and there's no snow on the ground. Yeah, move that shit out of the way. I have no problem with that. <laughs> so take your, uh, your lawn chairs, your computer desks, whatever, <laughs> your children's toys. I saw a car seat outside. I saw, I've seen all type of crazy things like on my block. <laughs> all the snow melted again. Yeah, so um, there we go. Crazy ass weekend weather wise. Well, let's get right into it, kid. Where you want to start? Uh, what's the bigger news? All-star weekend or the Bulls? Where you want to start? At? <laughs> we can come do the Bulls first and then we can circle back to all-star week. Hey, Chicago <laughs> Bulls. For those that don't know, a trade deadline just passed, what, a week or so ago? A little over a week. Yeah. A week and a half at this point as we record this. Yeah. And we're in buyout season. And buyout season is what I'm getting next. Like, so the Bulls sat pat. They didn't make any moves. Like, oh, pun intended, they sat pat. Yeah. <laughs> pun intended. They didn't make any moves there because that's a name that had come up in a few trade rumors was Pat Williams. Like, but the Bulls. And Kobe pat. White. They stood, Kobe White and Pat Williams were the names that came up. And Derek Jones Jr., those three names came up the most. Stupid. <laughs> Stupid people said that. Well, stayed Pat. And then, um, sure enough, Indiana Pacers bought out Tristan Thompson. Bulls been looking for a big. He fits the mold. He's the perfect big for what this roster needs. Yes. Rebounding, defense, toughness. Yeah, he got size. And he's a, and he's a champion. 
champion. He's wearing rings, so yeah, with the Cavaliers, yeah. Yeah, he's wearing rings, so went to like the he he was part of those four straight final seasons. Uh With LeBron, finals four years in a row, yeah. So Mm -hmm. battle tested, and another thing that people didn't mention is like. Dude is like he's only 30 years old. So yeah, he's only 30. Yeah, he's still he's pretty not old young. and washed. He's still pretty young. Yeah, he's still pretty young. Like he said, he's just been in the league so long. It seems like um because he came in so young. He was like what? Yeah, 19, he was like 19 like, when he yeah. came in. So he was very young. Like, yeah, he seems older than he is, but like, yeah, like dude is only like 30. He's years. only 30. He's only 30. He still got some good years ahead of him. So yeah, like 30 is like the age where like you're really hitting your stride. Like that's as an athlete, prime. as yeah, a that's, that's you're really prime. hitting it. Like you really are hitting. That's like you you on cruise control now. When you hit to like probably thirty two or three. That's your yeah. Prime. That you're you're cruising. You're cruising now. And then after like when you start like 34, 35, then you the decline starts depending like around 33, 34. That's like thirty four. This is what you start doing. And then LeBron's just a freak of nature. He's just he's just the exception, but. Ryan is probably just hanging around long enough. He wants for his to son. He is. That's he is for his son. He's gonna pull some strings, like whatever. He's gonna make sure that his son ends up. And uh, Chris Paul is like another unicorn too, because he's like thirty six and he still is kicking ass. You know, <laughs> there's a few people out there who can still kick ass and be past the prime age or whatever. But what I like about the Tristan Thompson signing with the Bulls is um, it gives the Bulls more options, like um. Like, mm-hmm. first of all, for injury, like um, if Vuce, uh, injury or if um, Vucevic is just sitting because of load management, like load management, yeah, nine up, you can start Tristan on those days. Like, he's he he, he's good enough to start on the he team. Is. You can start him on the days when Vuce is sitting, whether mm-hmm. for injury or for load management. Like, yo, go yeah, ahead. Bradley, Tristan. no shade, Bradley. You don't want to ever start him. I'm gonna say it's Sarah Bradley, no shade. <laughs> you start him because you have to. <laughs> Cause I remember what was that? It was one game where like nobody was in it. I'm like, I'm like, oh my god! Like when I was looking at the starting lineup, I'm like, oh my god! Like look at this! Like, like man, we about to go to the G League next. Like, like for this because every everybody was either out for injury or COVID. Look at that Bulls like with with Archie Diak and no one fucking for <laughs> looking like that lineup. I was like, <laughs> looking like those Bulls. Yeah. I was like, man, I had PTSD from that. I had flashbacks. I was like, oh, I don't want to see that no more. But um, Tristan, I'm happy about this sign. It comes right on time, especially as um the other guys start getting healthy. Mm-hmm. It's like because with a full lineup, um, Woo! I have it. I, I yeah, you can you can do some damage with the lineup because just start with the starters. You got Lonzo, you got Zach, you got DeRozan, you could have Pat Will and Boots. That's your starting five there. That's kick ass. Then second unit, Alex Caruso. You have Kobe White. You have Io DeSantis. You have um Javante Green Javante and Green. Tristan. And Tristan. That's and boss. Not even counting like you got extra. You could throw Derek Jones. Derek Jones, yeah. You need him. Yeah, they're like. What's McCall can hit you a couple of threes here and there. Matt Thomas can hit a couple of threes here and there. Drop him in. Yeah, you got other options. Yeah, you got other options. Well, like just those first two lineups are solid. I'm like, yeah, once yeah. Off, once everybody gets healthy, I'm like, yeah, that's pretty kick-ass right Because they can run those three together. That's the one I keep on saying. I like. I want to see Ayo, Caruso, and Kobe Especially all on the floor together. I want to see them run the second unit. They can run that second unit. Especially with Caruso being the floor general. And then, the point, like, yeah. Io could play the three, yeah. He could dish to either of those guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Kobe is good off the ball. He had thirty-one points in his last game. Mm-hmm. So can we stop? Shut up about trading Kobe now. <laughs> shut up about trading Kobe. Trade shut up about trading Kobe. <laughs> yeah, so it's a, it's a done deal. Because like the one that kept coming up was Grant, was um Jaron Grant, but right. um it's too much to get him though. Right, I was like, why? Jaron Grant fits the team and the timeline, but um. You're not giving up Pat Williams and Kobe and White. And Kobe White. That's, That's too much. That's a lot for him. So. Why? And then another try I'd seen was um, Derek Jones Jr. and Kobe White. That's more in line, but even that's kind even of still, a, that's, yeah, a it's too to much, yeah. enough for just – if you're getting somebody else, like, but not mm-hmm. just him, no. That's even yeah, – Just Jaron Grant. Because my thing, I kept on saying, I was like, Acme are architects. They know what they're doing. They're architects. I was like, 
they're going to get just get a cheap bid. That's what we need. We just need a cheap bid. Somebody we can buy. There's gonna be some tanking team that's gonna dumping all their veterans. And Indiana is that team. Because lest we forget, Zach is due for his money. We gotta sign Zach still. Zach is getting two hundred million. You gotta save that money. You can't. Zach is getting his money. What are we doing? All all willy nilly is like, yeah, you gotta. I'm not gonna slap your money. I think that Zach gonna stay for like a like for a small amount. I know. You know, people gonna be cut last time when he resigned. We resigned Mm -hmm. before he was just coming off his ACL injury. So like, so yeah, he um he took less then. It's like. So now, now Zach is a, he's a two-time he's All-Star. Olympi- yeah. He's an Olympian. He's an Olympian. A two-time All-Star. He's getting this. And, like, he's, like, he's averaging. Top, he's in the top like uh, 10 of scoring. Averaging, like, 27. Yeah, like, dude. Yeah, he's in the top 10 of scoring. Dude is getting his paper. <laughs> he getting his money. He getting his 200 easy. He getting 200 million easy. I hope easy. it's, like, a, um, I hope <laughs> it's a painless signing. Hope, like, 1201, yeah. they announced the resigning. Because like right. with your own players is not tampering, you could talk to them like it's like other players. So like you can announce those right after. Okay, yeah. Okay, the um, I hope it says twelve oh four. Zach Levine has signed with the Bulls. Yeah, you don't have hey. to. Like, you don't have to like be bullshit around. You could announce that immediately because it's your own play. You could talk to your own players. It's like yeah, yeah that's not tampering. He's already a bull. So yeah. So you could talk like you can't talk to outs other teams play that's considered tampering. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, like they announced that immediately. Twelve or Zach Levine signs a max deal. It's like yeah, that's what I want. Yeah, Zach is money. Like when Curry, like they announced this shit right away. <laughs> it's Steph and Curry. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> and hopefully, we might be hoisting number seven in June. That's all I'm saying. Hopefully, I'm, I'm putting that energy out there. Let's hoist seven in June. Number seven, number seven. Y'all, a healthy bulls look. That's where I'm at. Number seven. Come on, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking positive. I'm trying to put that positive energy. We just need, we need to stay healthy. That's the bulls' biggest draw is that they can't stay health, healthy. Health is the key right now. Stay healthy. Get these guys healthy so they can run the floor. Keep on doing them stacking their wins. Positions matter. I keep on saying that. I would like to see the Bulls stay in a one to three spot. If they don't go below three, I think that they're pretty safe. They've been there for the majority of the season. Yeah, like, they've been there. Outside of the very beginning, they've pretty much been. They've been pretty much in the, the top three, like the one, two, <laughs> pretty much. One, they've been in the top at that time. Majority of one, they're two now. So, yeah. But um, if they stay in that, because the four or five is where it gets tricky because. Like my my thing is, I'm like I want Milwaukee and Philadelphia to be in the four or five. That's what I want because yeah, they can knock each other out. Best <laughs> can... um, get Philly the fuck out of there. <laughs> yeah, because I want whoever is in the I want Philly to be in a four or five spot because I want whoever just to what, beat. What, guess what? Even if you do have them to, up, guess what? Tristan helps with that too. He does, yeah, because uh, we were getting yeah, killed with size. Embiid was killing us. Put him on Embiid, and hey, he'll help with that. Yeah, Trish should yeah. help with that too. Like, if you do have, I still to. want to avoid if I can. <laughs> Having Christian, like, it, it it helps with that too. Yeah, That's right. Like, because like, what I think is, I don't want if like if I need to see so many people, I don't want to see people to like the conference. If we can avoid seeing certain teams to the conference finals, that would be the ideal thing. So like, while they're getting beat up in earlier rounds, we can kind of. Uh, now we're fresh. Now you kind of be official yeah. FYI, like the Bulls signed them early Sunday. So like, yeah, I saw that. Was I was like, yeah. Not just the rumor. Tristan Thompson is actually a Chicago Bull. And ironically, Rick uh, Rick Carlisle was the one who broke the news. They were like, this is the first time in history where the coach, the Pacers coach, broke it. And said he said, yeah, we're about to wave him, and then once we wave him, he signed with the Bulls. Mm-hmm. When he said that, and when they told Billy Donovan that in his press conference for their last game, Billy Donovan was like, well, uh, damn. Um, you know, Donovan like, well, he said, I don't have any Pacers news. I don't have anything about the Pacers that I know. So <laughs> that's what Billy Donovan was like. He was looking like, oh, okay. As far as McKinney, hey, sorry for you. You had yeah. a sorry, Chi Town. You had a run, but hey, yeah. <laughs> Tristan Devin. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, I get it. Sorry, McKinney. I, I said that he was going to be the one. He was like, who's going to be the one? I was like, McKinney. They got to free up a spot for somebody. I was like, McKinney. It's going to be McKinney. People like, who's it going to be? Is it going to be Troy Brown Jr.? Is it going to be Bradley? People are trying to figure out who it's going to be. I was like, it's going to be McKinney. I get why that one. I get why you all don't want to let Bradley go too, because for insurance, yeah, you want to have a third big, like yeah, because you want to. Because this thing third. is, yeah. I know like, we like to jones on him, but we like to like joke on him and stuff like that. But it's like the thing that we always say: he has bad hands, like. 
sometimes it was just, he can make a move, but then sometimes his hands, he looks like he's holding like the ball with like oven mitts sometimes. Like he's like, like the way he handles it sometimes. Like he looks a little, you so know, he needs to work beat. on yeah. the hands. I'm, I'm cool with that. Yeah. Did he um bury him way at the end of the bench? Yeah. <laughs> and then only, and, put, only put and in one of those other guys can't play. <laughs> and Bradley is another one. We need to get him in, you know, get him in some MMA stuff because if another Grayson Allen incident happens, Bradley, you checking in, you whip us some ass. So you get thrown out, we don't care. We need like you need to get you need to tough it up. We need to fight like that. You have to pay that man under the table. Give <laughs> 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 you two million off the books and shit. Like just go now. <laughs> you have something like that. Because <laughs> everybody needs a player like that on their yeah, team. Yeah, they doing it. They doing it in the NFL. They giving coaches like a six figures to tank games. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know why that wasn't a bigger story? I mean, they were talking about the whole um. Like the racist and uh, lack of black coaches, but oh, like yeah, people coaches. totally no soul that shit is like they offered him like a hundred grand. They offer like, you money to like basically drop like, a nobody, game. Why is nobody talking about that? Are like they paying coaches to lose games on purpose? Like, why is that not a big thing? Like, that's where my mind well, was. Well, the mob runs anyway, so you know, <laughs> we know it is. Yeah, we know it is. Bears just suck. They weren't taking it. It's like they just weren't good. Like, yeah, we were just, we were just awful. The Bears were just awful. Yeah. They're like, we didn't get paid nothing. <laughs> Nagy said, I ain't getting paid. <laughs> oh, yeah, Nagy, he's like, where's my seat? He was looking like, <laughs> he was like, hey, what about me? <laughs> every team needs, like we said, every team needs that bum on that bum that sits at the end of the bench. And then you can come in. So yeah. if like it starts, somebody fouls, if somebody hard fouls um DeRozan or Levine, you get checked in and you whip some ass. That's slides what you need to do. Slides him like slides him like a half a million under the table. Like, yeah, just- <laughs> So when you under the basket for position, you do one of these to the face. So like here, like for your suspension, <laughs> here's a little something. Like so take this suspension. is what you do. Yeah, you grab a rebound. You do like this when you grab your rebound. You elbow the shit out of somebody in the chin. That's Bring Bill Cartwright back is what you said. <laughs> That's what you do. I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> Remember Cartwright? Was deadly with the elbows. He was deadly with the elbows. He was career. Did he? Did he almost say that he came alive and was like the elbows were killer and shit. Elbows. He had them bows. Oh, them bows. Bradley might be Cartwright's son. Let's do it. We need that though. That's what we need. A tough guy to do that. You saw Takeem Olajuwon, one of the 75 greatest players of all time. All-star weekend. We right in the middle of it right now as we record this. 75. Mm-hmm. Right. 75. I missed. I saw the tail end where they did the um 75 draft. Like I didn't. I hope it's posted somewhere. Like I didn't see the whole thing. But like you know how they did like back um years ago when they did the the um the fat the all star draft with like um mm-hmm. Reggie Miller and um Kenny. Oh yeah, and he said Allen Iverson, and Chuck. You remember that? Yeah, they did another Allen Iverson. Yeah, with um they had the TNT guys were like working together. Is like um Jerry West was one of the GMs. Um, oh, dra- nice. Had um like DL Hughley was on there as one of them. <laughs> it was just like Peter. I'm gonna look that up because I missed that totally. I missed it all I the caught, way. Like the last like ten minutes of it because I didn't know it was I'm on. So, like, when I turned the TV on to get ready for All Star Saturday night, I saw the end. I was like, oh, we saw. I don't watch this whole thing. I'm into shit like that. Oh, right, was, me too. Um, I was. Quavo was like one of the um GMs. Quavo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> game, so he was one of the GMs. At the, yeah. Uh, yeah, but they put the teams together and all of that. And they had like all of the 75 um greatest. They had like 10 GMs like um like for like each like they putting their team mm-hmm. together. They had a few wild cards mixed in there too like players that um didn't make the 75th team. They had a couple but uh mm-hmm. No, yeah. So I got to watch the whole thing. I caught the tail end of it. I was like, I wish I'd have seen all of this. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> and like Ernie hosted again, like before. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like he hosted. Ernie is just a class ad. Everybody, like, Ernie is just great. Everybody loves Ernie. He's just great. He is. Mm-hmm. So that was that celebrity game. I didn't see any of the celebrity game. I saw highlights. I know. Um, I watched some of it. Oh, highlights. Of that. They was out there breaking, looking back. <laughs> That, except when Artie Duncan played. That's the only time. Yeah, Artie Duncan, I was like, oh, he got hops. <laughs> That's like, other than that, like these celebrity games, typically, uh, they not, not going to get that much good basketball. Why was he draining threes, though? Like, he was draining threes out there. I was like, what? Exactly. 
He used to be um the Chicago superintendent for the season. Superintendent. I was like, who knew? So are, are the kids going to be like, you know, <laughs> cross you up? <laughs> he won the MVP of the um, game in one year when he was hitting them threes. So if he went over to like Simeon, they might be like, <laughs> they should have. You know? <laughs> when Roxy played, I remember that. Yeah. She definitely put up some bricks the year she played. <laughs> <laughs> um, Somebody like airballed airball both of their free throws. <laughs> I was like, I didn't touch the It's just airball. I feel like the old school ones from back in the day with um, like when Jaleel Jaleel White was in it and Bell. Oh yeah, Jaleel White could ball. He could ball. Michael Bivins was ball. I remember those days. (laughs) Which McCall was terrible. Uh, Will Smith was terrible. He couldn't play at all. (laughs) We saw him put that brick up in the opening of freshman. Brick. (laughs) Filling out Max and relaxing all cool, and I'm shooting some b ball outside of the school. It's like he put the brick. The brick hits the bully and shit, and that's how the fight starts. Because he put that brick, and he made the shot. Then the fight, he would have never got sent to Bel Air. There you go. (laughs) That's what happened. Him, him being bad at basketball is what got him sent to Bel Air. Yeah, he can't hoop. But yeah, though it was uh, it was okay. And then the rising star Saturday night, we're gonna talk about it. (laughs) Rising star was uh pretty good. So. Like Io got to, you know, we got to see everyone. Rick Barry's team won. Yeah, um, Io was with Garrett Team Payton. They got bounced in the first round. Yeah, the glove. But I'm sure that he got um, a lot of knowledge because that's what he said he was looking most. He said he was looking most forward to that because he was like, I was like, I love that I'm under the glove. He was like, oh man, who wouldn't want to be under him? I'm like, so Io gonna be taking notes. So get all that Gary Payton energy. Get all that. Pick his brain. Yeah, I'll pick his brain. Of all time. One of the top 50 play of top 75 players, I should say. Now, yeah, put the glove on. There it is. <laughs> or some uh, Michael, you can't tell Mike that shit. He's like, Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to sitting under the learning tree. Wait, <laughs>, <laughs>, <Mike> laughs. <laughs> you got a fucking meme out of it, though. So, rising star, Barry, you want, um. With um, yeah, Cade Cunningham took home the um MVP of the Rising Star mm-hmm. Challenge. I like Cade. Like I'm, even though I'm not a Piston fan, but I think Cade. I, I gotta roast my Piston. I know I know some Detroit folks, and I gotta roast them. But y'all got a good one with Cade. It's like, yeah, <laughs> y'all got um. They a, got hope. They got potential. Got a future star. Yeah, they, they, future. they rebuild mode. So yeah. Yeah, they got a future. They got you guys. Like future. when the Bulls first got Zach, it's like the Bulls. They were terrible then, but yeah, they were in. Re- now look at where the bulls are at. <laughs> yeah, we were terrible. Yeah, we remain humble because it wasn't that long ago where we wasn't. Because even just a year ago, we were still losing a lot of games. Even years ago, think about that. <laughs> even a year ago, we still lost a lot. Years ago, we still were bad. You missed the playoffs. Yeah, <laughs> but think about. So we remain humble as Bulls fans. We remain humble. We do. We're humble. <laughs> and Anton Daniels, he's a huge Piston fan as well. I wonder if he's at All Star Weekend. I don't. I haven't checked his page. He probably is. He's probably out there. See but team. um, what y'all call it? Uh, that Saturday night. Um, well, what, let's just say. <laughs> what do you think about the new format for the um skills challenge? The skills I, challenge. I kind of like it. Like I said, because when they were describing it, like when they had written out, I was like, "What the hell is this?" Because the way that it was written out, because it was just like a lot of verbiage. But then once they actually started doing it, because like I'm visual about stuff because sometimes when you see stuff written now, it's like what? And then when you just see it visual, like, oh, why don't they just say you do so and so? Like, okay. Like I kind of like the format. Shot, I um, shot threes, then you did the pass. Then you did the little obstacle. Then you court. go around, yeah. Then mm-hmm. the tiebreaker was the half court shot or something like that, I think. Yeah. That's how it the final went. Shot, yeah. Half yeah. court. And they was like, whoever makes the half court. Yeah, like yeah. you had a minute and 30 seconds to make it or whatever. The half it was court. Three teams. It was the Antetokounmpo brothers. Mm-hmm. It was the um, Cavaliers and then the Rooks, like Cade Cunningham, um, Evan Mobley, and um, and um, who's the yeah, yeah, uh, Giddy, Giddy is his name, and yeah. His name? yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, he was good, that? like the Giddy boy, he was good, yeah. <laughs> the minor Cooples didn't show out like how they thought they was going to show out. I thought the minor Cooples was going to show out more, but they Wait, no, Mobley was on the Cavalier. I took that back. Yeah, I said he was on the yeah, right. Mobley was on the Cavaliers. Yeah, yeah he's a rookie, yeah, but he plays for Cleveland, so he's on because it was uh, Allen. Uh, uh, they had the fro Jared Allen, they had Jared uh, Allen. Evan Mobley, and they had Darius Garland. Oh, Darius Garland, he a killer. Um, <laughs> he a killer. They got a good one with that pick. <laughs> yeah, he a killer. Got a good one. <laughs> yes, that was um, that was a that was a hell of a pick up there. <laughs> 
I mean, I kind of did like the uh, new format. Like, I, I did like it. Like, it that was grow on me, but um, I'm good with it. Yeah, because it was different. I, I didn't understand it. Then I watched it. Like, oh, okay. I'm right. So because when they have it written now, it's like no one understood what it was saying written now. But then when you watch it, it's like, oh. I guess the previous version and maybe it run its course or whatever with like um having one guy do everything together. So they probably just want to shake things up. Want to shake it up, yeah. Things up a little bit. Just want to shake it up. Every few. I mean, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Three point contest. I always enjoy. That's like my favorite one. Congrats going out to the team Cavs who took home. Oh, Cavs! Yeah, the Cavs won. Congrats, team Cavs. Challenge and let's get to the three point shootout. That was it. Yeah, Zach Levine, Chicago Bulls repped. Mm-hmm. Rockford's own Fred Van Vliet. I got a shout out Rockford. I know Rockford was disappointed. Fred, he didn't do that good. Yeah. He got up to a shaky start. Though. He like and Zach didn't do that good. He, Zach ran out of gas because Zach started off strong, but then he just mm-hmm. and they was like uh, they was like he did just get his knee drained. That's what Reggie Miller said. He did just get his knee drained. So like we're gonna go with that. That his knee was still <laughs> his knee was still a little bit. Uh. Fred hit the side of the backboard. I was like, oh, that's not good for Rockford. Yeah, when Fred started <laughs> off. That's why he started. He started. He like missed the ball the first one. He like you know you focus. You're not there. Yeah, so he, he like kind of like. He got us. The ball wasn't totally in his hands, so that's it's yeah. like the side of the backboard. It's like, it's like, yeah. Oh, it's like, yeah. So then Fred got bounced early. Um, CJ McCollum, CJ McCollum, the new, new, the new New Orleans Pelican, yeah. New Orleans Pelican, yeah. That's hard. Patty Mills, Patty Mills repping um the Nets, Brooklyn. Yeah. Also, let's go with the champion, yeah, the big man, your guy, Mister Cat. Cat. Towns took it home, baby. Made history with that, right? Well, not hit, but I mean, like he's like he's like the first big who was done, like in yeah, forever, yeah, forever, yeah. Like he's would Larry Bird be considered a big? I guess I don't know. Yeah, like, he would. Like six nine. <laughs> but he considered big. Big. He's a small four. Yeah, he's a big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's like because the finalist was um him, Kennard, and um, who's the third finalist? Um, was it Garland? Or was Garland in it? I don't know. What's I don't think Garland was in it. I'm trying to remember. I know uh I know Luke Kennard from the Clippers was Kennard, because he was shooting. Kennard was shooting his ass off. Yeah, until um cat went. Oh back. uh Trey Young. Trey Young. Young. Thanks, Trey. Yeah. I knew it was a small guard. It wasn't Garland. Because no, Trey no. started like he started a little shaky, but then once he warmed up because uh when he first started shooting, he was looking bad. Marcus was like, Yeah, he is ice right now. He is ice cold. He's like, he ice right now. And then he warmed up, and then after he got to he was and like to the finals after that shit. Then he warmed up and it was like there he did the little ice. Yeah, because he is ice water. He is. But yeah, it was a good shootout because um in his final round, uh Cat set the record now. He made 29. Because mm-hmm. he he was like, yeah, he was locked, he was locked in. So it showed that big men can shoot. I know a lot of I know Shaq is probably like, <laughs> don't even like that, but you know, big men can shoot now. You know, the game has changed. Big men shoot the three now. So, so that's the good. Let's get like that right now. Then. <laughs> First so it started off. It started off with the okay, the skills challenge. Okay, this is good, and then three points. Okay, this is really good, and then we did this <laughs> for the dunk contest. Before we, before we um get the shovels out and bury this thing, let's congratulate the New York Knicks. Obi Toppin, he took home the dunk championship. That's who all, Marcus predicted, but pretty all, that's pretty much all good. I gotta say, I congratulate the young man. And Marcus he was, is he was the best out of those dunkers. I give him that. Like he, uh, Marcus said. When I said who you think is going to win, because I didn't know any of those guys, and Marcus was like, "Obi's going to win." Marcus said like, he's going like, to win. That was who I was leaning towards too. Was Obi? And then I said, "Well, I guess you like, were right." Cole Anthony, I like too because um, I was I remember Greg, Greg Anthony's son. Yeah. Yeah, so like Cole Anthony, I was like, I wouldn't mind if he took it, but um, Obi Toppin. When I said that, when I said that to Marcus, I was like, "Well, you were right." He was like, "That's like the." Charade at house party, like she the finest one. That ain't hard to be. Like he said, it was like that. Like Obi Tommy was. That, that was hard to be in that bunch, basically. Because it was, it was dismal. It was like they really right, need but, to just, um, stop trying to reinvent the wheel. It's like just um go back to what it was back in the day. Like you get um you get one attempt. If you miss it, you move on to the next guy. <laughs> exactly. It's like this three attempts. 
like this three attempt shit. And, if, and at, one, at one point they had a clock on there years ago. Like keep stop trying to reinvent the shit. It's and like, they had the wheel. Remember when they did the wheel a couple of years back when you had to like do the wheel to like pick the duck that was what you had to do. Yeah, that was silly and shit that wheel. The wheel. The <laughs> team done thing at one point where you had three motherfuckers working in tandem and shit. That was stupid and shit. Yeah. Like, what is this? But it's like but just this dunk contest. Like, borrowed from comic book guy, this was the worst dunk contest ever. Worst ever. Like, to me, this is the worst one I've ever seen. If it's there's anyone that was worse than this, it's a pretty bad one. Maybe, maybe I'm just not thinking of it, but just my oh, frontal. You're not old enough, you don't remember when Brent Barry won a dunk contest. Oh, yeah, when Bones won. It's like, yeah, it's yeah. like this was um, one of them. <laughs> yeah, this yeah, one was this one was awful. Yeah. This was absolutely awful because, first of all, no one made no one made their dunk on the first time. Nobody. Um, it was no fifties whatsoever. Like this is the first time in a long time nobody got a fifty. It was nobody made it on the first time, and then yeah, at least one person should like get all of the. And judge. then a couple of people even missed all three of them. So you know, like the most you can get is a thirty. You're going to get sixes across the board because that happened twice. The first moment of the night was um, <laughs> yikes! I can't even think of his name. Fucking now, yeah. The green guy. So Jalen Green, I believe. I think so. I think that's his name. Because he came out with a grill like he was going to do something like his grill. Like when they were introducing the crew. And Those he had his grill. Little, I forgot who was even in the contest. I remember. Obi- and then he had a, uh, what was that? What's it called? NFT on his neck or whatever. The NFT Isaiah Thomas and shit. Yeah. yeah, he gave his NFT to Isaiah Thomas. Like he put on this whole big production. And then you missed all your dunks. He took it like like I said. That's why when you get rid of this attempt shit, it's like yeah. You you you. you what you, what you, counts you, as an attempt and shit? Because like dude had to dunk like at least like ten or fifteen times. It's like you get three shots. It's like yeah, but some of those oh, that doesn't count. As that attempt. doesn't count because like if you don't, I guess if you don't touch the rim or try to go in the rim, then I guess if it doesn't go count. up. It doesn't count if you just run. You go up and then you jump back. Yeah. If you realize that you don't have the height to like alley oop it up or whatever, like throw the ball down for it to be considered an attempt. I guess yeah. He's just going he back. Was trying to have, one he time. was trying to have a, I don't know who it was throwing to him. Was it his cousin? It was because like that person, they kept on throwing the oop low. I don't know what was going on. It was bad. That's why he needs your point guard to oop it up to you. That's what. <laughs> it was bad. It was very bad. I don't know. Like, and then at one point when they showed the um the audience, like I saw Guy Fieri uh, from uh Diners Drivers and Dives, like it like he was about to smoke a cigar because he had a cigar out and he was like. Like, I mean, everybody was just bored because after a while, you miss all these dunks in a row. Everybody, like, the crowd just started getting restless. You could tell the crowd was out of the game, was out of the contest by then. You could just tell because they were like this. The crowd was like... Was dragging too long, too. That's because of all of the attempts. You killed the crowd with that shit. And everybody knows that even the announcers are roasting it. Like, Reggie Miller, they was like, hey, like, the three-point contest needs to go on last because this is terrible. And, and that's now- what I've been saying. I'm like, put the three-point contest last. Hide this in the middle. Hide this garbage in the middle. Kind of like at the end. Like if I was there, then you could leave early. That's why yeah, I'm about to say, like, I'm surprised people weren't leaving because it was that like, bad. Like it the way it is. Like you see the three-point name, but okay, now we can leave now. Yeah. That's why <laughs> you can you beat the traffic and just avoid the dunk contest. Like, it was that bad. It was very bad. Like if you wanted, if you want to look at worst one of the like watch, like watch this contest. Or not, or don't like, watch it. It's like, or don't. Or don't, or don't watch I it. Say, I would say not watch it, but you like trash. It was bad. It was really bad. It was. It was awful. I, I, I congratulate the young man, Obi Toppin. But yeah, other, congratulations to him. But other than that, he, um, Vince Carter. This was not <laughs> Jordan and Dominic. Yeah, somebody did try to do the Vince Carter arm in the net, and they couldn't get the arm in, and it was like. What are you doing? Like they were trying to do the Vince Carter and that, and like, no. Not home. It was bad. It was not Jordan and Dominique. <laughs> then I saw the petition saying, bring back Zach Levine and Aaron Corey. I saw this. Yeah, yeah, that was the last good dunk contest. That's that was the last good dunk. That was what, 2016? Something like that. It's like five, six years. Like, yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah, it's been a minute since we had that dunk contest. Yeah, see, that said that was the last good one. It's like, yeah. It was. So we may need to bring them back. Ball Simon still Vince Carter. That's the one, like, where um, I was like, okay, this is. And that's the one, like I said, that's the meme that's out there. Because the Vince Carter one is when Shaq makes the face. That's that year. 
is like, and then like the the, the current sack face. Matter of fact, make yeah. the it's gonna, be, <laughs> it's gonna be the picture we use for the fucking um for the thumbnail right here. Let's go, kid. <laughs> go, kid. You do sack, I do fucking. Okay. Like, you do old sack, I do you young sack. Okay. I do old sack, you do young sack. There we go. That's it. We using that. Because <laughs> he was like, <laughs> and then Shaq, like when they put the camera on Shaq, he's just is like, we do it again. I want to do it. I want to look disgusted. All right, let's go again. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, <laughs> yes, that was the Vince Carter year when he was. <laughs> yeah, because he has like his like evolution of the dunk. Because those cameras were in the, you know, the little mm-hmm. they had that the little camcorder, and he was like filled <laughs> with the little camcorder. Can you see like Shaq and all? I only think LeBron was there. That's how bad it was. He say said, "I'm not going to that shit." LeBron James is not going to that shit. He's like, <laughs> he, he's oh, not that. <laughs> I don't even think he was there. Like LeBron, KD, I didn't see like say where the stars. Hey, I saw the stars there. I saw the rose in there. Yeah, yeah, because Zach was in a three point contest. That's why he was there to support Zach. Yeah, I was like, I don't yeah. like LeBron. Yeah, he was there for Zach. Yeah, they were at the hotel chilling somewhere. Like, nah, I'm, <laughs> I ain't going to this. I'm not going to that shit. <laughs> I saw Rudy Gobert. He was there. Like some people, because I saw he had like this fucking fur coat on. That's why I noticed him. <laughs> I saw Gobert. Yeah. Jake from State Farm was there. <laughs> <laughs> Jake, that was Jake from Safe Farm. <laughs> I was watching with my lady. She was like, "He don't play basketball." I was like, "Was all star?" So like, yeah, you know, you don't have to be a basketball player to go to the shit. <laughs> she did like, you know, why? <laughs> when they showed him watching that, why he ain't play? Because they showed, you know, they showed the players coming in. So like, he don't play right. Well, he says Jake from State Farm. So like, <laughs> so. Hey, he was rocking his little outfit, his little two-tone. Hang with the new Chris Paul. The new Chris Paul should have been there. He wasn't there. I ain't see the new Chris Paul. Yo, find over beer over there. <laughs> the new Chris Paul wasn't there. <laughs> but dunk contest. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> what that sound effect? If I had yeah, it, I'll play it now. <laughs> I'll put that. You saw, I'm gonna find it. <laughs> that deserves, I said this dunk contest. If this was a sound, and I put that up, boom, that boom, deserves, boom, boom. <laughs> See, we think alike. That's why I put on my Facebook when this contest is going on. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> it definitely deserves one of these and shit. Oh my gosh. Awful. Just awful, 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 awful. I can't even find it now. Since you did open the door by a father of beer, have you had a chance to watch uh, the new Bel Air? I haven't watched Bel Air, but um, guess what? Uh, <laughs> I haven't what? watched the new Bel Air, but um, I did find the shit. So let me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely playing this shit. Hold on, let me get it. Ready? <laughs> hear it in the background. I'm not gonna um, put it on the screen, but I will just play it in the background. If you hear it, let me know. But yeah, this is how I feel about this dunk contest right now. But yeah, I haven't watched Bel Air on um a Peacock, Peacock, but I've been hearing um good shit about it. It is because I was kind of like you know I was like another reboot. Another reboot, and then it's not a comedy. It's, it's a like drama. a reimagining. That's what I had heard years ago, yeah. not years ago, like early, like about a year ago when that, or yeah, a year ago, like when I heard him talking about this. It's talking about doing a reimagining of it, yeah. So it's like reimagining a, of it. I'm like version of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Like, and I was kind of on the fence about. It. I was like, I don't know because the Fresh Prince is such a classic show. So to reimagine it as like something gritty, it's like. Is this going to work? But actually, like they do have four episodes up now that you can watch. I watched all four episodes that are available. And it was actually, it was good. Like I like the reimagining of the characters. What I like about um, the characters is that a lot of them did, I feel, really got in the character. Like um, the Aunt Viv that they have, she actually sounds like Janet Huber Wynn, like when she was delivering some of her lives. Um, the young man playing Will Smith, 
he like sounded like Will. Like, hey, Uncle Phil. Like the way like he like his tenacious his voice. He actually sounded like Will. You see what I mean? Like someone like there, the way that they do their speech. Ashley actually sounded like Tatiana Ali. They did their like, home. Hey, cousin Will. You know, like the like the way that they spoke. They sounded like the original character. So I did like that feel of it. But I did enjoy the movie. got to play um Vi. She reminded me of Renee Watson. <laughs> yeah, she looked like Renee because yeah. square haircut. Yeah, she likes Renee Watson. She did. The, the the original Vi. I'm like, okay, they they cast her. Yeah, yeah. Her, her aura and even she even looked a little bit like her too. But she mm-hmm. reminded me of Renee Watson. The actress they got to play. Well, they did good casting. I feel, and then it was some Easter eggs in there. Like if you watch it, you'll see like um drops from like the original series, and you'll be like. That's and that yeah that you know you'll you'll have those moments when you're watching it if you were an avid Fresh Prince watcher basically you'll pick up on certain things. I pulled up to the house about seven or eight. Let's go, man. <laughs> Uncle Phil uh, isn't big anymore. Like he's regular size. He's a regular yeah, size. Got a dumb, like a the, the actor like he doesn't look like James Avery at all. But they like, they, they switch they they change these up a little bit. From they the- change it up a little bit, yeah. Because in the uh, in the comedy that was like a big dynamic. It's like Will making fun of his weight. Yeah. Jokes so, were like that was a lot. They did that a lot on the. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's more so shit. Like, let's just do let's just not even do the fat shit. Yeah, it's more so with him now, it's more so the bougie stuff. Like he's like he's the bougie black guy, like basically. So it's more of that type of stuff. Like, yeah, okay, like, yeah, you got paper. You can't relate to you can't relate to the people. You got money. Like, so it's more of that type of thing with him. Mm-hmm. It's like saying that he's not down, like you're not down for the cause. You're not down. You're not really down because you're rich. You got a big ass house and you're rich, basically. That's what people keep on coming to him about. But I will check out <laughs> um the Fresh Prince song. Um, a lot of these rich people. there on um Peacock. Peacock. But don't get twisted with these rich people. A lot of these rich people. How you think they got rich? How you think they made their money? Like yeah, like I live up here now, but I'm I'm from this area. <laughs> he got so rich, Daddy Rich. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm from so and so. Like you know, you may be from whatever from the block. You know, like you from you know. <laughs> But don't get it twisted. So talking about yeah. old shows and like fresh prints. Let's talk about something we were just talking about before we to record this. Like you want to um talk about like shows that haven't aged well. We were talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> Why that, not? That <laughs> segues perfectly into that shit for me. It's like yeah. And like I said, the later the end of Family Matters, Trizash. <laughs> Family Matters is one of those weird, weird shows where it started off, it was bad. Then the middle was like okay. decent. And then at the end, boom, 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 burn. We're going to run the hell out of this. <laughs> That's the end of Fresh Prince. The end of all Family Matters. <laughs> yeah, because like it got science fiction theater. For every, they just were obsessed with science on Family Matters. I don't know what was going on, but. Every episode, Urkel was either in bed, a telepath, a, uh, a cloning machine, a, machine, um, a, a, a time, machine. time machine, all these stupid inventions. That- a machine that could read your mind. Like, what, he was doing some of everything. Urkel was just out there doing everything. Yeah, the, you said he was that smart. Why was he still broke? He said. <laughs> exactly. Why was he still broke? He said, why was he still broke if he could do all this? Live with the Winslows because like, he moved in with them at one point. Why did he get a Nobel Peace Prize? Like, he didn't get like a Nobel Prize or nothing. It was just dumb and bad, and I don't. <laughs> then he went to space in the last episode. I think wasn't he in space? Wasn't he uh, gravity? Wasn't he gravity before gravity? <laughs> it was gravity. <laughs> he was standing gra- bullet before that. Because it was like you know, like if something happened, like he was going to be trapped in space. Yeah, so he was gravity before gravity. He was watching that movie and said, "Hey, we gonna do a movie about that." Instead <laughs> of having a nerd, we gonna have Sandra Bullock. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he was crap ass show that ended bad. Like, let's let's go down the rabbit hole, kid. You got one. Mine was Family Matters. <laughs> uh, Roseanne got really stupid. Hey. Roseanne got really like, because I mean, Roseanne was a good show where it basically showed like prior to Roseanne. Like, I mean, well, like like you know, we did get married with children because it did show Mary. You know, married children was around the same time as Roseanne. But for the most part, when you look at not yeah. being funny, when you look at these white sitcoms like it was always like the dad is like i'm an architect shout out brady bunch the mom is i'm a housewife and i'm pretty and i wear pearls and i wear a skirt all day 
the kids are like, yes, I'm well behaved. The biggest, uh, the biggest trouble they get into is when Greg drove his car and they say he couldn't drive his car. That was the biggest thing that Greg did. Well, he said I couldn't drive my car. Those are your exact words. Those are your exact words. Greg was driving. Told you couldn't drive. Yeah, you said I couldn't drive my my car. Back. I was driving my friend's car, so technically I didn't drive my car. Yeah. I think Greg became a lawyer because that's a lawyer talk right there. That's <laughs> technically. He's a lawyer. Which is a lawyer and a douchebag. <laughs> but yeah, or even like if you look at um growing pains, like Mike Seaver, yeah, like that. Like, okay. Mm. Like all the shows, like they seem like they were like really straight laced and stuff. So to see somebody who was like lower, like they were like lower middle class. Yeah, they Roseanne. felt like um a working class, like um on Roseanne. Yeah, they may be like a little up from working, but they were like kind of between working and lower middle, like that. Yeah. She was a waitress, and then Dan was like blue collar. I don't know exactly what he did. Yeah, he worked like at a garage or something, I want to say. Something like that, yeah. And Roseanne worked in like a factory first before she became a waitress. Remember, like, and then they closed the factory, and then when they got the seven, that's when she went to the restaurant or whatever. I don't remember. George Clooney was uh, her boss, remember? But early George Clooney was the boss on Roseanne. Yeah, because they worked at like some type of factory where like they weren't making, they were making minimum wage or whatever. So they were like minimum wage workers or whatever. And then them just trying to navigate, like, okay, like, yeah, you know, we're behind on bills. Like, you know, we can barely keep up with our bills and this and that. Like, you know, they were like they did, showing. They did the whole small business thing at one point. Like, dad had opened his own bike shop. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Fixing motorcycles and selling, and then Roseanne bought into the restaurant with Leon and um. Her and Jackie started a restaurant like um. And then Leon was like their partner. Kay brought him in later, like yeah, because they needed like, when they were like about to tank when they found they were taking for their Leon. He was their, their boss originally at the old restaurant, and then um, when they opened their own restaurant, they were losing money. So they bring him in like mm-hmm. as a partner, something like that. I forget that. Leon was a riot. I love Leon. He was a riot. <laughs> He was hilarious, but, but um, it's stupid. Like when they made, then when they like won the lottery and then that didn't happen, and it was like what? So that whole season didn't happen. What? And Bobby Ewing, that shit. Yeah. Good morning. Because like they, because like the stupid thing that always like was stupid to me. Like you won the lottery, but you still live in Lanfer in that house. <laughs> like you won two hundred million dollars and you still live in that house. <laughs> you win two hundred million dollars and you still live in your house. You're not. Exactly. <laughs> I went to him. I'm not like I'm leaving everything. Like, I'm leaving in the middle of the night. Like if, like the second I win this money, if I win money like that, I'm disappearing because I don't want I don't want to be found by nobody. I'm disappearing. Everything that you knew before, my cell phone, I'm throwing it out. This cell phone don't exist no more. I'm getting a whole new number. <laughs> I'll fall off the grid. But they were in that house still, and that was that was what was stupid. But it didn't age well at the end. Yeah, it just didn't age well. What's another one to you? Let's think. Stupid shows that don't look pretty bad looking back on. We have Fresh Prince. I'm not free to keep saying Fresh Prince. That's what we kicked. We have Family Matters. Um, Roseanne. Um, I want to think of shows that um started strong but ended like with a whimper and shit. I'm trying to think of something like that. If you have one, let me know. Which we call it had potential, but then it just pretty much like when I even when I look back, um, it wasn't a good show. The Parkers wasn't a good show. <laughs> it just it wasn't. I'm not. It was one episode that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it was an episode when Kim Parker was dating um, these two radio DJs played by Tony Jag. <laughs> And someone blows a kiss at her during the episode. Like that, that shit was amazing. <laughs> it wasn't a good, it wasn't that bad. Snapping someone Capone and Shag Wanda Parker's. That shit is real. It wasn't. I wish we had the episode, the season, the episode. We <laughs> Season four, episode right 29, now. whatever. <laughs> it's on Netflix, so y'all can look it up. It is on Netflix, yeah. <laughs> it's on Netflix. Yeah. But I mean, it wasn't that good. Like the Parker's, like, I mean, I know like the whole premise of it was like, okay, um, a new dynamic. It's like, okay, Kim is going to college, but now this time coming along is her mom because her mom, mom had a, who's a, who's a dropout. She dropped out when she had her. 
she was a young yeah. mother. She dropped out of school to have. Yeah. It. So now I'm going back to school, that's and that's a crazy. Somebody introduced the character. I think um Nikki had gotten her GED. I want to say yeah, she went and got her GED on the Boeing ship. Going to college too. I think that's how they introduced. Yeah, that's how they introduced it. Yeah, she got her GED. I got pregnant. They were saying Nikki, you're very smart, Nikki. You ever think about saying Nikki, you're very smart. Like you should consider going to school because you're very smart, Nikki. And Nikki was smart. It's like yeah, you're very smart. And um, like it was kind of like a back to school kind of thing, you know what I mean? Rodney Dangerfield. Because it is a different dynamic. Hey, like I'm going back to school. Hey. Oh, <laughs> look, I mean, like that—that that is an interesting dynamic because if you're trying to navigate and be with your friends and stuff in there, your mom is there. You're like, mom, mom, mom. You know, it's kind of like that. So I thought it was going to be that dynamic, but then they made him like fucking dumb as hell like Kim was like just super stupid like she's like oh <laughs> and she was just really dumb like she was like Waldo Faldo dumb that's how she she was dumb like that you know awful characters Waldo she was Waldo Faldo or like the dumb girl on Martin Waldo not funny at all <laughs> or the dumb girl on Martin Shanice yeah the dumb girl Cole's girl oh okay I totally Speaking of shows that ended bad, Martin. Yeah. Well, we get to, we get to them <laughs> in a minute. The show became unwatchable. That's a good one. Yeah. But the Parkers, and then they made Nikki obsessed with the professor. She stalked him, and then he marries her at the end. What? When the episode before, he hated her, and then you married her. What? <laughs> what? She came out of nowhere and shit. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. So she was there, Martin. Martin started off strong. It had a very first, strong. Like, Three of three, four seasons were like, especially the first three were probably amazing. So, yeah. I have one. I have one thing. My pipes. I'm a man of many wishes. I hope my Gina does the dishes. <laughs> that's like my favorite. That's like my favorite episode. When you did Varnell Hill, that episode was fucking hilarious. Can, can, can you dig it, baby? Can you dig it? Oh yeah. <laughs> Wait a second. When they first met, when Mario and Gina first met. <laughs> I'm always on HBO Max, I want to say. I think it's on HBO Max. It is on HBO. Mm-hmm. HBO originally, um, they syndicated the show. Oh, HBO. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because at the end, when they showed the little butterfly thing, they show HBO at the end. Yeah. It was like the, her, they were involved with the show. From the or beginning. anything with Miss Jerry. Oh, you know, damn, Tuna. When you show Miss Jerry, you know what's going What a fucking change. Come on, man. <laughs> oh, you know, damn, Tuna. <laughs> Miss Jerry. What a change. That's classic, man. <laughs> well, uh, here's another one. Forever today, day. <laughs> it's like a dream. <laughs> See, like the earlier, or uh, when my when Pam and Gina were trying to be Biggie's backup singer, hilarious. I was a hilarious all time classic. Yeah. So when Brian Martin, and Biggie are probably the two most famous episodes of that show. When Martin won the lottery, and then he really didn't. He got fifty dollars a year before taxes. Yeah, the world's biggest tie. Biggest tie, but Martin and a bunch of money they didn't have and shit. Why did he clown? It was only a $2 million prize. Why did he clown, though, for that? Like, he would have went broke anyway. Like, even if he was just a singular winner, the way he was spending the money, it would have been gone already. Which people, like, had a comparison, like, yeah, like, which one's better? Like, another show that has an age, right? They said Martin or um or Jamie Foxx. I'm like, Martin is like light years better. <laughs> I said, name your favorite Jamie Foxx show episode. I can't name my favorite. I we can't. named about five or six Martin episodes like I that. I said, what's a classic Jamie Foxx episode? Like, well, nothing going back to Martin, we know, we know, name, we know what ended the Martin thing because obviously Tisha Campbell and him, when they had their differences. The show, like the, that was the, um, the beginning of the end. The writing was on the wall. Even leading up to that, it's like you could just tell that but their chemistry was off even before she left. Their chemistry was off. The show was the nail. <laughs> and then when she left, then it just went, it just plummeted when he, when she left. Because then they got to fucking make excuses for her not being there and all of that. The shit. dumbest one was when she missed the cruise. Yeah, the Love Boat episode. They had like, um, yeah, the Love it was love the love Boat meets um, a thin line. They had, yeah, because like, it was supposed to be like a promo then, for thin and line. And shit was there to, yeah. Yeah, because Martin was promoing because like that was his first, that was his directorial debut, right? I want to say at the end line. I want to say Martin directed that. And then all of the crew on there was was characters from the Love Boat. Yeah, Isaac, Doc, Doc, and Captain Steuben. Captain Steuben. And we're like, oh, we're we know all the names. <laughs> we're old. The Love Boat, you're definitely over forty. God damn it. The Love Boat. 
You see black people, Bernay Watson, you knew Isaac was getting some. <laughs> full circle, baby. Tell my Hopkins, yeah, Isaac is getting laid. <laughs> Judy Pace. Yeah. Isaac is getting laid. Damn Greer, Isaac is getting laid. Man. Isaac is getting laid. She made him board the ship and shit. <laughs> Roz, uh, Jane, yes. uh, uh, Jane Candy, Isaac is getting laid. <laughs> These are all uh, bombshells from like the 70s and 80s that we just named. If you guys don't remember, if you guys don't recognize none of those names, they are all bombshells from like the uh, 70s and 80s. 70s sex symbols and shit. Yeah, all, all bombshells. <laughs> Isaac is getting some. <laughs> that whenever a black person, a black woman, you knew that the episode was gonna be an Isaac Central episode. Um, yeah, but that was awful. The Jamie Foxx because I can't even think of a good episode of like I can think of like characters like I did like Silas, uh, fancy rich boyfriend, the one with the canary Ferrari. He was Silas season that was um. But I can't name a particular episode. The one Mark Curry, uh, when he was like the crazy drill sergeant, Mark Curry was playing on there. The episode then, that's the one. The crazy uh, drill sergeant. I guess that might be an episode I could think that's of. That's the one. Is like, cause I couldn't. You know, Mark Curry. Because Jamie Foxx actually broke character because, like, when he like was acting, and you could see Jamie, like, when he ran over to Brassy, he's like, ah! he started yelling at Brassy, and Jamie turned and he did one of these. Mm-hmm. And see, like, you could tell, like, Jamie just turned because he was about to break character. Like, he turned and you could tell he was dying laughing oh, yeah. at him. Jamie Foxx is not in Martin's League. Like, stop. No, it's not. (laughs) The Jamie Foxx show was not that good. It wasn't. It's not in Martin's League. It wasn't that good. Want to shift gears to some other tomfoolery? This is a real thing. Oh, God. Talk about R. Kelly. (laughs) We have to. (laughs) Look, I'm just looking at stories that I. What did he do? What did he do? Fired his legal team and he hired the attorneys. Bill Cosby. <laughs> this is a real thing. I'm not making this up. <laughs> R. Kelly just hired um Bill Cosby's attorney, Jennifer Bolgeen. <laughs> Bonjean, I think I'm gonna <laughs> he said you got Cosby out of jail. You gonna get you'll get Here's me out of thing. jail. Here's the thing. I believe I Cosby's can... deposition should have never been entered into court. Yes, apples and oranges. The whole thing with Cosby is um that was illegal. Your ass got caught tape. Yeah. <laughs> Illegal evidence. <laughs> Coffee should have never his stuff. Like I said, not saying that coffee is innocent. Like all, all the acquittal means is that I can't prove that you're guilty. I don't have enough evidence to prove that you were guilty. On that, um, on that particular case, and the only way they could like bring it to trial was by using that deposition. So the deposition never should have been. Used. It should have never seen the light of day. That deposition should have just expired. And like Cosby, like he's oh well. It's like yeah, that's, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Oh, well, yeah. You can tell they was like, man, they were grabbing a straw. It's like, man, we about to run out. Here's this deposition. Look at this. We got, we got three days left and shit. Let's go ahead and file it. It's like, no, something like that was that. literally like a few days away from expiring. That, that statute. Like you can't give somebody, it's like the equivalent of giving somebody immunity and then you renege. You can't give somebody immunity and then renege on it. Mm-hmm. Like if you if I if I say I want immunity for something, something, so and so, and you say, okay, we give you immunity, and then I say, okay. Yeah, I saw the crime. I know this and this and that. You but okay, now you're accessory. I'm charging you. Said no, you can't charge you with accessory because you yeah, just if I gave testify immunity. against the fucking the guy, the 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 real criminal. You can't all turn around and then lock me up and, and give me accessory. You can't do that. My testimony. I hand you this dude on the silver platter. Exactly. That's why people take deals because they're like, okay, rather than me roll my dice and see, and then yeah, I get you, you can lock me up, but like that, that he's still gonna be operating like he yeah, can, the big he, fish is he, out he there. Another right hand man. It's like he don't hit, but if you want uh you want him and shit, you, you want the big fish because yeah. that's what it is. You gotta the let me go if you want him. Like my testimony will bring him down. Mm-hmm. That's like why you they gotta get the big fish. You don't want the you don't want the little p you don't want you want the queen and the king, yeah. you don't want the pawns, yeah. You don't want that. Yeah, you could be petty and try to like renege, but that's not good business. It's like, yeah. It's not. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, didn't have to testify. He could have just like, because like, like, he could have did the, the not snitching rule, just kept his mm-hmm. mouth shut, did his time and shit, and then let the let the big dog keep operating. He could have exactly. just, just kept his mouth shut. <laughs> and you would have been scrambling trying to pull enough evidence against the I big guy. T- I do my time, but I ain't saying shit. Like, he could have been that. It's like Because <laughs> now the big guy knows. I said, once the once the little guy gets caught, the big guy knows, okay, I got to really tighten up now because 
you caught one of mine, but you're not going to catch me. So now I'm going to tie it up my shit and make my shit even harder to get. So it's going to be even harder for you to infiltrate me. It's going to be even harder. So, Mm -hmm. but that's dumb. It's like, I mean, I guess at this point, he's just trying to get out. He's trying to get out of jail. So that's what it is. But I saw that. (laughs) That's what it is. So the others, I got a couple of quick ones. If you got me. Yeah. Uh, nah, what you got? Snoop Dogg. Oh yeah. He officially owns Death Row. He bought it. Snoop Dogg is the owner of Death Row Records. Talking about coming full circle and shit. Yeah. The label that originally signed you and now you own the shit. Yeah, you own it. Pretty fucking dope and shit. Yeah. I didn't know Death Row was on the market, but Snoop did apparently. So so he's on the money though. Because Snoop got endorsements for um Corona. He got his own wine because I've seen his wine at the store. He got his Snoop Dogg wine. He's on the the Benny shelves, definitely. Yeah, he got his wine. He also, yep. he, um, what's the, uh, he's, um, of the creative director of Def Jam, something like that. I want to say mm-hmm. over there. Yeah. He, he has the job that Jay-Z had basically like Snoop. Ah, Dogg. okay. He had a job with, uh, he had an endorsement with uh, Duck and Donuts at one point when they released their, uh, Beyond Sausage, um, the plant-based, uh, breakfast sausage. Yep. The sandwich here. Got his own weed and shit, man. <laughs> Yo, he got the Urkel, purple Urkel. The yeah, Urkel Kush, yeah, Purple Urkel. So yeah, so Snoop is out there. Yeah, when I saw the Death Row, like, that's dope, yeah. He bought the Death and so now Snoop, he owns the label, Death Row Records. He can, like, you can bring it back to prominence. Death Row is the label that pays, man. Yeah. <laughs> Full circle. Mm-hmm. Now you own it. They paid you, now you own it. I own it. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, though. I like it. I like it. A little pretty cool story, and I saw Snoop. But oh, the Oscar host they bring it back as well too. You saw that? Oh, okay. They're gonna have um, Regina Hall, Amy Schumer, and um, Wanda Sykes. That's your three hosts. So. Okay. Females like hosting the Oscars because I get why they're bringing them back. So they originally like booted them after that Kevin Hart controversy from a few years ago. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hostless, but um. The ratings have been tanking like for years, and last year was an all-time low. Like, um, I think that probably had more to do with COVID than like not just yeah. the whole. Like, the host thing probably didn't help and shit either. So like, they bring it hosts back, because like the host. Did they like, drop the ball by not letting Chadwick win posthumously? That was last year was trash. Yeah, like yeah, that. it's like how you gonna change it? And it looked like Chadwick was gonna win. Even Anthony Hopkins was like, I won. Yep. Andy Hopkins was like, they got everybody. Like, even the whole organizer, they reorganized the show because they just knew Chadwick was going to win that. So they said, okay, we're going to do um, best actor last. Like, typically, best they actor last instead of best picture. They, they flipped it because, like, then when Anthony Hopkins, it was just awkward. It's like, he wasn't even there. That's what made it even more awkward. Hey, how are we going to accept this on Anthony Hopkins' behalf? And then they just roll the credits. <laughs> That's how the fucking show ended. <laughs> it's not, you know, like, yeah, we're gonna. Oh, he wasn't even there. I thought he was there. I thought he was looking confused. He wasn't even there. Oh my god! I didn't watch it. He's like, yeah, we're gonna accept this award on behalf of Anthony Hopkins in the credits role. That's how the fucking show ended. <laughs> Chad was like, widow was probably like, fuck, because he probably saw her like, like Principal Skinner that like she was about to stand up. <laughs> you remember? He probably. Showed, yeah. You were there. And, and he the lost Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> she, was like, <laughs> she probably was like ready to stand up and shit like that. Cause like his widow was there and shit. And like, yeah. Yeah, that was dumb. But it was bad. But they are bringing the hoes back. So that's a little of a hot take. You got any quick ones? Uh, no quick ones. Just uh, ready for the rest of the All Star. Like I said, we don't have the results of the All Star game. So we'll have them. Yeah, we don't. Go, go team LeBron because I want DeRozan to win. So. Oh, and Helena Hutchins' family is suing Alec Baldwin for wrongful death. So, oh, I saw that coming. Yeah, still no Ooh, criminal yeah. charges against Baldwin. I don't know if there will be, but that's the civil suit they definitely get. Yeah, that one because yeah, because <laughs> it wasn't. It, my thing is, it wasn't an intentional thing. But at the end of the day, someone still died. Yep. So it has to be something. It has to be some yeah, accountability. Still, still a wife and a mother, and like somebody lost. Yes, yeah, somebody lost their wife and lost their mother. So like somebody has to be held accountable. It has to be accountability. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I say, it wasn't done in malice. It wasn't done intentionally. But, but yeah, you someone still died. The life of people that are out here hurting for real now. Yeah, they lost their mother and their wife. So they hit. They hit. I like with that. Yeah. I was like, okay, yeah. definitely. Yeah. But that's all I got. 
already wrap it up. Yes. Another damn podcast, 247, kid. Hey. Like what we're doing, you know what to do. Give us that likeity, like, like, like. Also, subscribe, share, rate, review on all your platforms. I'm talking about Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, SoundCloud, iHeart, TLC Talk Radio. What's good, Tasha? Hey, Tasha. Hit us up on YouTube and your Amazon Alexa devices as well. Follow me at Ozman the Wizard on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Oz Radio on Snapchat and Facebook. You know how to reach me. And you can check me out, MSIMA8626 on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Also, S-E-R-A-G-U-L-O-E-Y-1 on Twitter, S-E-R-A-G-U-L-O-E-Y-7 on Instagram. Also, please like the Straight Billy Facebook fan page. Check out straightbilly.com for your blogs and your vlogs and for your video production needs. Check out straightbillyproductions.com. I'm Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. We'll talk to you later. I'm gone. <laughs> you might cut out. Hey, let's get out of here. <laughs>